Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode of Heart Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. Today we got a packed show. We've got an interview with tech policy expert Robert Winterton. Uh, that's in the back half. And then we got uh, all kinds of uh, like crazy stories in the front. More Galeen, Maxwell, mask people freaking out, back to school stuff. But Pat, yeah. do you have your AC fixed yet? Yeah, man. Luckily, called the landlord. She it fixed it like an hour. It was fantastic. That's amazing. Bad Whoa. capacitor. How'd she do Good that? service. Oh, it was yeah. a bad bad flux capacitor? She was a bad flux pass capacitor. We had to go 88 miles an hour. But uh, good news, guys. On the phone with the landlord, she's like, you know, I've been thinking about putting in a pool. And oh. I was like, I've been thinking that that's a good idea for you to do in our backyard. At the Hard Pat, wow. That's where you say you're, uh, you know, a semi-professional pool maintainer. and that. Oh, yeah, I said that. Yeah, and, right. Um, then I got Funny enough, I used to be a pool boy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can you say that you know you just once you get the pool in, I'll build the the shrubbery and make it nice. I already you know? got on. Uh, I already got <laughs> on GoDaddy and bought PatThePoolBoy.com and sent her that domain. So this this is my old domain when I used to run a pool cleaning business. You should so, do an amateur landscaping one too. Just oh, have yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll write a fake review. Man, he makes <laughs> pools look better. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have some really unhappy neighbors if that happens. Oh, yeah. Not because we're going to be loud or anything, but because we're fat. Yeah, they'll have to look yeah. at you in the pool. We're going to be, we're gonna be splashing long. a lot. Splash, splish, splashing. I, I would love to just roll up and watch you two just like in floaties. Just, just, just we're like, gonna, I'm, I'm going to buy a water <laughs> roast DVD if we do it. It's, it's going to happen every day. What an upgrade from the baby pool. I don't know how, you know, how we'll see how I handle that. It's going to be at least three times that big. Yeah. Well, now, now we got it. Now we got to see it. Also, Pat, you'll have to have the rat tail by then. Cause if you are in, in the pool with the rat tail. I feel like that. I'll go rat tail any day now. I've reached the light. It's getting long. It. Yeah. You're long enough for rat tail. Yeah. YouTube.com okay. slash hard fact news. Watch full episodes. And also, you can watch them on the Barstool blog. It's everywhere. Full episodes everywhere. All right. Uh, Pat, let's go on. Top stories. All right, guys. It's the middle of the summer. And if you're me, that means it's time to give up your dreams of your goal weight and punt that dream of a 34-inch waist to next year. Uh, if you're 17 to 22, it probably means you're window browsing for sick posters because you're just a little over a month away from college kicking back up again. But things are going to be a little bit different this year due to COVID-19. I'm going to run yeah. down for you what the new normal is looking like in the 2021 academic calendar. What's it? Let's start yeah. by talking about schools. Do you need schools. the posters anymore? It seems like you might. Yeah, I, I wrote that, but I was just thinking, like, I haven't been in a college dorm in a long time. Do they still have posters? Is that still, like, is the Pink Floyd butt they poster still a thing? 
posters for sure. The girls sure. kissing posters got to still be a thing. Cars. Could someone get back to us on that? Yeah. Anyway, guys, let's start talking about schools that we could have never gotten into uh, because yesterday they released their plans. Harvard, starting Ooh, there, oldest institution in America. 40% of undergrads will be allowed on campus each semester, guys, uh, and all of its teaching will be done remotely, all online. In the fall semester, which is scheduled to start September 2nd, freshmen will be given the priority to be physically present. And students living on campus during the fall semester will be expected to leave by Thanksgiving and not come back. Uh, Then the whole thing flip flops in the spring with seniors getting priority. Harvard guys will require students to take coronavirus tests upon their arrival. And then every three days after that, every three days, check in for a test. That's a lot of like, uh, what are they just sticking stuff up your nose still? Or is there new or is there a new test? Well, there's two tests. One is up the nose. And then if you want the antibody test, Mark, your cat is screwing this up right now because he's like stepping on your on your input. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, he's fine. Uh, it's, one it's is for the, the YouTube. It's for the YouTubers. One is for the for the nasal <laughs> test. That's the actual test. And the other one is the antibody test where they draw blood. Uh, guys, the annual tuition price of forty nine thousand six hundred fifty three dollars will not be discounted. Apologies. Mm. Yeah. Which is kind of fucking bullshit, if you ask me. Uh at Princeton, guys, it's going to be a 50% occupancy with a generous 10% discount on tuition. Thanks, Princeton. Uh, however, parties expressly prohibited. No parties whatsoever this year at Princeton, guys. Well, that makes sense. So wait, so basically like you're going to only be at school some of the time at most. Exactly. If you go for the if you're a freshman, you go fall semester, you're not coming back in the spring semester at all. Yeah, this is um, – do you get into the how, how it's going to work for not like every state but what we know about for like Fairfax County with K through 12? Yeah, too? a little bit. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, this is you how, choose to, to this not is how it works, Will? They can't, they can't do like full capacity. So they're doing like – you know, you work, you go to school Monday, Wednesday and this group goes to school Tuesday, Thursday and shit like that. Like I'm going to be honest with you. I barely ever went to class when I was in actual college. Oh, so yeah. if I – if I had the option to do online courses, I would take it. Well, yeah, but I was there sure. for like the partying. And if they're going to like kick me out for partying, then I'm not going back. Well, then you just got to party like the next town over. You yeah. just got to like, I guess. You know or I mean? you could start a COVID club at quarantine, like start a new type of mixed gender fraternity sorority that people you just going to party with all semester. It'd be great. Yeah. Well, and just do it outdoors. Just do it outdoors. Space yourselves. You know, you're, you're you talking really about. What well, already exists, but the, the University of Alabama, shout out intern Bubba, Roll Tide, has been having COVID parties. No, don't say Roll Tide. Go Tigers. Bug, they're bug chasing. Go Tigers here on this show. Well, the, Alab- the Alabama students are purposely going to parties, and then they're betting on who will get COVID first. So they're inviting COVID positive people with non-COVID positive. That's smart. And then they're voting, like, whoever gets COVID first got paid. Never mind. Yeah. You could say Roll Tide all you want on that story. Yeah, yeah Roll Tide. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to name my daughter Alabama. <laughs> I know, guys, Yale is pretty much the same at 60% capacity because we all know they'll take anyone. Am I right? (laughs) Let's talk sports for a second, guys. The Ivy League is set to announce their football schedule tomorrow, but all reports and insiders are alluding to... And it says TBD everywhere. Yeah, the season being punted to 2021 spring. That's that's Mm. what we're thinking is going to happen. They're going to get rid of a whole football season? It looks like... Ivy League's will... well, they can do that because they're their own little league. They're a cute little league with trust funds. Uh, at least six FBS programs, guys, uh, including last season's champions, um, 
and finalists, LSU and Clemson, have shut down workouts due to positive outbreaks for historically black colleges They're just getting that out of the way now, okay? Yeah. That's so because they, can... they want to contend again well, for a title. if that's LSU and Clemson on. already got it as a team, can we just have LSU-Clemson maybe uh, six times this year and, like, an odd amount of times and whoever wins, like, yeah. the best of seven series? That... But sadly... Right. Yeah, kind of what I suggested about the fraternity sorority. All these teams should quarantine together as a as a conference. The SEC should all because they're not coming. They're online classes anyway. Get all these student athletes sick now, and then you know what ruins this though. I saw that there was a study out of Spain today that basically said herd immunity is impossible because the antibodies only stick around for a couple few days. So and Mm. the virus mutates every two weeks, which is very fucking cool. Yeah, so like it just doesn't doesn't work. Mm. Four HBCUs have canceled uh, games already. Division two Morehouse canceled its entire season. Uh, Navy versus Lafayette. Yeah, sorry, Morehouse. No, no, no football this year. Navy versus Lafayette, September twelfth, canceled. Western Western Michigan versus Colgate on September fourth, canceled. So we'll see what the uh, Division One teams do. Who knows? More bad news, guys. If you're a foreign student, because U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement or ICE announced Monday that international students quote may not take a full online course load and remain in the United States. Uh, so they're kicking all those student visas out uh, because most colleges are going online only. And I said that they cannot remain in the U.S. legally if wow. all their courses are online. They, uh, uh, they, they're allowed to stay for online courses only if they wear a big eye on their shirts like the, the scarlet letter. For so we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, we, and also we have to hobble them so they can't yeah. run away quickly. Uh, they're just taking planes back it sounds an like an Achilles yeah. injury guys ICE had a cute recommendation though saying in a press release that students uh, who are fucked should just maybe transfer to a school with in-person instruction that's all just do that super easy uh, take it to grade school real quick guys schools across the country are trying to figure out how to reopen but for public schools K-12 through and Mark brought this up to me I think through his sister they're making parents enroll their kids in online or in-person classes with a deadline of like this week. So yes. essentially you're saying if your kids are coming to school, you need to let us know right now. If your yes. kids are doing online, you know, let us know right now because they need to figure Aren't out all staffing. parents going to be like, yes, they're going. Yeah, no. well, a lot of parents are sick of their kids being at home. So my sister, yeah. my sister, who's very cautious, went with yes because she just is sick of it. But everybody's going to yeah. say yes. You kidding me? Nobody's going to say no on that. Most are saying yes, I think. Yeah, except for. Yeah, well, it's only two days well, a week, well, too. We'll see, guys. That store is brought to you by Predict It, our sponsor, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. You can gamble on news and politics, put some wagers on, make some cash. Ola, uh, we've been talking about this market quite a bit, but is heating back up. I feel like Joey Bides is going to choose his VP very soon. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Who is going to be the vice presidential nominee for the Democratic Party? Uh, right now, Kamala Harris is leading at 47 cents. Suzanne Rice at 24 cents. Val Demings at 10 cents. Tammy Duckworth at nine cents. Uh, wow. Below them is Warren and some other cats. Apparently, Keisha, Keisha Bottoms, Bottoms, though, just got Corona. So keep yeah. K Bottoms has Corona, which means if she recovers, she'll be immortal. Big point for Bottoms. Mm. Uh, guys, Harris is in the news a little bit because apparently over the last three months, someone's been seriously beefing up her Wikipedia page. And the super nerds at Wikipedia that banned me from ever contributing again for life mm. are not happy. Uh, which mm. brings me to my next point. Mark still does not have a Wikipedia page. His name is Mark Borgie. There are there are press uh, articles about him. We need to get that done. Uh, Wills is going to be harder because of the shared Will Smith name, but we'll tackle that next. I kind of uh, know I like my anonymity. Like okay, no, sure. none for Will. That might get you one, Will. That might get you one. Anyway, guys, if you want to get a free yeah, 20. Yeah, I don't want one either. Yeah, not me. Free $20. If you sign up for predicted.org and don't uh, uh, deposit at least 20 bucks, we'll match 
that 20 with a free 20. So you get your free 20, bet on the VP market, make some cash. Mark, what's up in mask land? In, in mask world? Well, people Ooh. are still mad in mask world, Pat. Uh, even though COVID is stronger than ever in terms of new cases globally. You guys want to hear a couple of stories about enraged people that hate masks? Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah, you do. It's been a couple, been a couple days. Yeah. And these are more Lay it fun. on us. These are more fun than just the general statistics of COVID. Uh, first, up, <laughs> first up, Melissa Rain Lively, a self-proclaimed blonde white woman wearing a $40,000 fucking Rolex, uh, had seen one too many displays of the government forcing her to become a sheep and breathe in chemicals when she was strolling around a Target in Arizona and lost her mind at a literal display of face masks. So she destroyed oh, it. Did yeah. you have one on? No, and she was yelling like, uh, you know, I've got this Rolex and I'm a white woman. What I can't she said you saying I can't do this? Breathe yeah. chemicals? She wait, she's thinks that's just what she breathes. didn't she didn't bring up the chemicals thing. I brought up the chemicals thing. Oh, she, she, thought you were saying she was saying that the mask she called out. She said she said, What? Why can't I do this? Because I'm a white woman wearing a fucking forty thousand dollar Rolex and that, while she was destroying oh. the thing. <sighs> See, uh, she probably does yeah. that everywhere she goes. She's like ordering yeah. at Subway. She loves like, yeah. oh, the Rolex. Oh, you're so. not gonna toast my sandwich even though I asked because my forty thousand dollar Rolex. Exactly. Like, so she yeah. is it really forty thousand, anyways. Like, I mean, I, I, I thought they aren't that much. That's a cheap I don't know, Rolex. but Target Target face masks are not expensive. So she destroyed like maybe like a thousand dollars worth of Target face masks when she just when she like threw like four hundred of them uh, on the ground and the whole time yelling, "This is over! This over! This all fucking over! This over! This shit's over! All this shit over!" While she was throwing over the face masks on the ground. So um, did she and, get arrested? I take it back. That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's an expensive Rolex. That's yeah, that's, that's a like the most Rolex. expensive. You the could best part is get. she was filming it herself, uh, taking the video herself of her destroying it, uh, and then she posted herself and it has like seven million views. So good job for her, I guess. She's now been dubbed Arizona Karen, and um, later uh, lively. Will was arrested uh, and she tells the cops while she's being arrested that the deep state and deep state politicians have been enacting a plan that includes making us wear face masks and their plans working out to a T and that she was hired to be the QAnon spokesperson. That's why she went to Target to destroy the masks. She was hired. No way. Q. She's part. Yeah. She was listening to Q. Yeah. Q told someone from Q. Hired. Q strikes yeah. again. Yeah. She they screwed up. The they should should have called her Carizona. That was a big, big Arizona is a good one. <laughs> she also told the cops when they were cuffing her, you're doing this to me because I'm Jewish and this is a fucking Nazi game. Um, so let's take it to the Internet. Let's wow, see what people okay. say about oh, Arizona. It sounds Karen. like she's off her Paxil. Susie Zoo 29 thinks so, Pat. Uh, Susie Zoo 29 says she's obviously having a psychotic break. Heard she was arrested. So maybe she's in treatment. I ask you to delete this. It doesn't seem right. Thank you to the person that like posted of it, like just the video. Uh, so, but it was she, her. Fact, she, well, someone else like quote tweeted it, but yeah, she she wants her to take it down. That's what a lot of people responded with that she posted. Oh this. come on, and then, no, she's come on. Mora E. Spence says, please get her some help. Of course, after she gets to goes to court and pays the fine and pays all the damages she caused. So fair is fair. Pay for everything, but then get her the help she needs. By the way, both of those people defending her, huge QAnon people. Did a little research on their accounts. Huge QAnon people. Wait, well, then why are they saying she's having a psychotic break if she's listening to the cue? That I'm doesn't jo- make any sense. I'm joking. They're not. They're just they're just afraid for her. Um, I was hoping, oh, they're afraid I was for her you guys, I was hoping you guys bought into that. I was just throwing a little little shade at QAnon people there. Next story. Let's take it out to uh, out of the U.S. because most people in the U.S. are not like Arizona. Uh, we've been only yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, I was catching on, Pat. We've been Great only Arizona <laughs> there. We've been only talking about the bad people in the U.S. Let's talk about the bad people in France, like the five people in Bayonne, France, uh, who beat a 50 year old bus driver so badly that they left him brain dead because the driver wouldn't let, them, wouldn't let them on without masks. So he he's dead. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a bad fucking beat. bus driver, man. What are yeah. you doing? Face masks are mandatory on public transport in France, so it's not like it was his judgment call that everyone has to wear a face mask on a bus in France. Apparently, the group of monsters also didn't have tickets and were trying to sneak their dog on board because uh, uh, before they killed the bus so driver. they were just horrible criminals who beat a man to death. Yeah. That's it. As soon as he told them to take the dog off and wear your tickets and please put on a mask, they punched and kicked him until, reminds me until of he the died. Gr- yeah, this reminds me of the lady in the parking lot. Like, uh, yeah. when we, like, a, like a couple months ago when she was like, Wearing yeah. a mask inside the par- inside the uh, grocery store, and then people like a- assaulted her in the parking lot afterwards. This is this is one ended way worse. Obviously. This is worse. This is worse than I that. Bet it was it. one of those stupid white dogs. Apparently, too, there's been several. Get all fucking dirty. Could be. Could be. <laughs> uh, there, there's been a ton of assaults on uh, bus drivers and on buses in France, and now the bus drivers are striking after this murder. Let's take it to the internet. Where Denise yeah. smells something fishy. Denise, who has an avatar of an upside down American flag and I believe is American, says the group was most likely Americans, I'd bet, uh, in France. And then Benedict Callen says, I'd bet. Why exactly, Denise? And Denise says, plenty of examples of Americans being stupid and reckless. Do you actually need proof from me to, for this outrageous wow. claim? Do you actually need proof from me for this outrageous claim? She's just uh, going for. She's just, just convinced just... it's Americans now, that beat the French. She's right. To... In terms of Americans in Europe, like if you're ever at a bar in Europe and someone's like uh, making a scene and being an asshole tourist, usually they're you're like, where are you from? Like Texas. But murder a bridge too far for me. Well, We're very, we, us Americans don't like to murder. Pat, battle overseas. Him for, well, battle him for the Republic wanted to point out that, you know, Americans aren't allowed in France now. So, no, uh, right. Haven't been for some ban. time. It's been yeah. a long travel ban. And then Denise says, doesn't mean they weren't stranded there with no way back to USA. Many Americans all over the world had to stay in place wherever it was, including France. So Denise has tripled down and, and is refuting everyone and thinks Denise. that these five Americans have been stranded in France for three months and they beat to death a French bus driver. You're wrong, well, Denise. It's five yeah, French, it's probably people. Just Fren- probably French people. It's French people, Denise. Committing crimes in France. Yeah. Usually. I yeah. mean, I'd say what, like 90% of the time? Fuck Not, you, Denise. Maybe- Maybe not the week after the Fourth of July. Not this week. They're still having a weed <laughs> shortage over there too, which could yeah. help explain that. Yeah, well, that's really their their fault. They should probably legalize it a little bit, or at least in some of their provinces. All right, uh, let's move on uh, to our last uh, head story before we hit hit the interview, and it's talking about Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's madam. Blah blah blah. An update from yesterday. Uh, and FYI, this is taping around 4 p.m. Pacific Monday, in case this is not the latest. When you hear this, because this story is probably going to develop insanely quickly. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, every like pretty much everybody's like thinking maybe she's going to get off somehow. Uh, so Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, 58. She arrived at the Metropolitan Detention Center or the MDC in Brooklyn on Monday and is expected to be in court in Man- in Manhattan on Friday where the judge is going to try to uh, detain her without bail or or consider a request to detain her without bail because she has three passports. Good call. And is obviously a huge flight risk. Yeah, so, good call. Yeah. Tuck, and that's tuck, all tucked away. J- just lane that they couldn't find for, for forever. Yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to try to try to get her to stay uh, in jail while they while they uh, work on getting her into court actually, but that's assuming it's really her, right, Mark? I mean, you've, you still doppelganging it over there. I mean, we looked at a picture right before the show of a woman that looks exactly like Ghislaine Maxwell in Bulgaria from a couple hours ago. Uh, Yeah, I'm positive it's not her. You think they could have got her to sound like a British person and all that? I mean, assuming we ever hear or see a picture. 
Yeah, I think yeah. in a, in the what five month window they could have found a lookalike Gislain. Yes. They could have grown her in a lab too. Yeah, it was exactly. about five months gestation period for a full grown android. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I don't. I'm still holding out hope it's actually her. Uh, this is a quote from somebody who used to work at the MDC. You go from living a life like Maxwell to all of a sudden being in a situation where you're being strip searched and having people look into your body cavities said the former warden of the MDC, who clearly loved to cavity search people. Yeah, um, that's an admission of a pervert. <laughs> out if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I mean, we body, get in there. Body, care, body cavity Jerry warden. Yeah, he goes, I, know if, I know if I was given the cavity search, she would not like it. Yeah. I'm just a hands-on type of warden. You know, I like to get to know my prisoners as they're coming in with what that's I like to call an inside-out handshake. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a guy that's going to stick to Pornhub and not move over to Belessa. Uh, <laughs> if I've ever heard I, of one, I think that yeah, when he's banging female, his wife, he's actually, like, "My penis <laughs> is really searching your <laughs> that's cavity." That's a female one. Yeah, whatever. I think it was. A, I think oh, it was sorry. a female one. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Either way, very into the cavity search. Yeah. Um, luckily, though, not the same prison in New York City where Epstein, uh, you know, quote unquote, hung himself. Uh, mm. But still, one obviously plagued with past issues. Like way over aggressive cavity searches. Uh, the MDC is going to have to decide whether to go solitary confinement or partner in the cell with Ghislaine. Um, Please, no partner. Suggest, no right, partner. I'd suggest solitary Come with on. a live feed on YouTube and an in, in-room guard. Do you guys remember the me. guy that Epstein was partnered with? The meathead yeah. meat Italian? Don't dig Liari. <laughs> like yeah. Former police yeah. officer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm into this. There was that goat, Maybell, and who was pregnant with like a bunch of goats. And I watched the Maybell live stream on YouTube like all the time. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. We should live stream Ghislaine. Just uh, put it in there. Her yeah. whole prison stint. Yeah, because that, that that'll work out. Like, have you ever seen the movie Speed? Like, you can put something on a loop. Like, it's a... Uh, oh, right. Oh, good yeah, call. The speed loophole. Yeah, I forgot. and then you'd never... Yeah. You never know. Shit. Uh, well, let's hope Maxwell actually gets to court and is detained without bail so that she doesn't fly away. Um, uh, and then somehow actually makes it into a courtroom again one day as either a defendant or a witness. It's hard to imagine the list of names she'll be able to expose. Uh, it's also hard to imagine they're all playing out where we'd actually get to find out the list of names because it's such an insane list. Probably this is only uh, successful if Prince Andrew gets outed by her. Um Anything less, any with anything less than someone like with the net value. I mean, anyone going down is good if they were guilty. What about like, Billy? But Clint, I want, bro. I want, well, anyone, yeah, anyone big. I need big people to go down for this to be like feel gratifying. There's pictures with all kinds, including yeah. the current president. Who is, yeah, what about our current president? I'd like to hang out. Anyone that fucked underage girls should go down. Right. I mean, people like Elon Musk, everybody who's anybody, Bezos, all the billionaires have been in pictures with these two. The thing is, is like who was actually on on the take in their little system scheme. You know, that's what hopefully we'll find out. Um, But now for another discussion about things that are difficult to wrap your head around. We have tech policy expert Robert Winterton uh, on to talk about how digital speech and the Earn It Act are making their way through Congress and changing our Fourth Amendment. And uh, a lot of stuff that we probably halfway understood. Um, so so uh, that's up next. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Robert Winterton, director of public affairs for NetChoice. And NetChoice is a trade association protecting free speech for businesses. I believe I'm not sure if I said that right, Robert. Uh, we thank you for coming on the show. You're an expert in uh, you know, online policy. And we're three people who don't know anything at all. 
about online Mm-mm. policy whatsoever. So we're excited to learn from you. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> of course. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And so NetChoice, our organization, yeah, we're a trade association. We, a lot of our members are some of those, you know, big social media companies or e-commerce companies. So that includes you know, eBay, Facebook, Google. Um, and that means that we take part in a lot of these like big policy discussions about, you know, what should, is, should Facebook be more regulated? If, if so, how, um, you know, how should we be able to talk to each other online? You know, is encryption a good thing or a bad thing? You know, those are the sorts of right. things we talk about in DC. So on that note, what's your opinion on the policy, eBay's policy of messing up people that criticize them publicly uh, with, uh, you know, putting oh, weird stuff like on their the, doorsteps? The harass- and, yeah. Uh, Did you yeah, hear about the executives yeah. at eBay that that sent uh, porn and bugs to someone that left a bad reviews house and, the, and attacked them for over a year? personally personally that, yeah. right yeah. i know I, I i did see some of that in the news i'll be honest i wasn't following it super closely but the nice uh yeah that yeah we get robert to have, sure no way let, let, let me give you a good answer the nice distance <laughs> that we get to have is that we get to focus on you know let's say if a specific company makes a mistake that's very mm-hmm. much something for the company to deal with we get to kind of deal more in ideas. We get to deal with the policies. And that means okay. that, yeah. that's you the know, best companies gig ever. all the time. And I yeah. get to avoid that, which is nice. Cool. <laughs> okay. Can you, uh, well, can you explain an idea to us? So, and I want you to talk to us like a third grade class. Cause that's really where we're at here. Well, here's, uh, here's one, Pat, the biggest thing in his area, I think right now, and, and maybe Robert, you could agree or disagree is the earn it act that was introduced into the Senate in March, just unanimously passed a judiciary committee vote and is moving forward. So can you explain what the Earn It Act is and what your thoughts are on that? Sure. So, and this is, as you say, the challenging part of getting something that can be pretty technical and making it more accessible. But basically, uh, this is a piece of legislation with a pretty good goal, right? The goal of legislation is to deal with uh, child exploitative material online. So child porn or predators or, or other stuff in that area. The problem is, is it goes around that not by directly going after those that are doing this behavior, but on the platforms yeah. that where they may sometimes interact. Also a bad name. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. You can't really link earn it to protecting from child porn. They should have called it like the Epstein the Act burn it or something. Or something. Yeah. Right. yeah. It sounds like <laughs> Someone right. fell in love with that name on a different act that didn't get it didn't stick there, and then is, they tried to stick it on this one. It's is there a right. reason right. for the naming? Is there? But you know, it's a great name for an act. Is earn it? Well, I just Jeff. It but doesn't that, really apply here. But we're trying to get rid of child porn, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, okay. we're not trying to earn but Yeah, it. no, but I, I guess it's Lindsey. Lindsey in this situation is it Lindsey okay, Graham? Sorry, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, he's well, been trying to sell earn it for years. <laughs> well, so so the way that the name actually comes into it is that there's currently like the legal structure surrounding social media. And I'm simplifying it here is basically when you do something like you write something defamatory on your Facebook or your Twitter, the person that's being defamed should sue you, not Facebook or Twitter, because that's your speech really not theirs. Now there's a couple of exemptions to this, but the idea is that this is, uh, you know, something that allows social media to exist. If every time someone broke the law, using those companies and you could sue Facebook instead of suing the person, you're not going to be able to run a company for very long because people can be. And that's section 230, right? That's right. That's what section 230 is. Now it's called the earn it act because the idea is, Oh, well you should have to earn that legal structure. And here are all the things we want you to do. Now Congress is having a real fun time right now, deciding Mm. that there's a million and one things they want you to do to earn it. They want you to moderate content less for conservatives, but then you have liberals saying, well, we want you to moderate more. Otherwise, we'll take away 230. 
And then you have, well, we want you to make sure that you're clamping down on this illegal content or you don't get 230 with other legal content. What? So it's, Wait, it's becoming so- the... Where where does the child porn even come into this? I don't I don't even get that. <laughs> it's right. a loophole backdoor, bro. Right. Yeah. yeah. So so there's a couple ways, right? So you've got that basically threatening tech companies that unless you take down more or deal with child porn differently, um, we're going to take away this structure. We always argue that that's not, firstly not very fair because these companies send a huge amount of stuff to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Um, basically, when they see this kind of content, they send it to this agency or this organization. Sorry, they're not an agency. Um, and they package it all together. So say maybe there's one image floating around a few different websites. Those websites report it to this organization. They package it up into this bundle and send it to the FBI and to law enforcement to go after these people. So okay. that's the way it works right now. They want it to, to be basically conditioned a little bit more on this Section 230 thing. Now, the issue with the encryption stuff, and I'll, I'll try and avoid the legal issue, like the legal language that, to fully explain that, but effectively... They also wanted or, or were originally wanting to find a way to end end to end encryption because law enforcement always argues, well, that means we can easily so get Apple, access to so basically destroying Apple's whole business model. Right. Apple's. But then, you know, also like think about all of the things and, and you know, this probably wouldn't undermine banking. But think of all the communications tools that we use that are encrypted. Including well, end to end encryption like is, is a requirement. And I was a, a government contractor and it was. Usually a requirement. Um, a- for- Amazon as well. Will there's yeah. a lot of. Uh, I thought encryption was a good thing. Uh, right. Right. Know. Well, in law enforcement, unless you want to see what they're saying, then yeah. it's a bad thing for right, you. Right. 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 So, so our argument was that you never needed to go after encryption. You never needed to go after two thirty. The issue at the moment is actually that there's not a, a huge amount of funding for child exploitation, uh, or not for funding for, for funding it, but for dealing with it through law enforcement. Um, there's a huge amount for like anti-terrorism. There's a huge amount for anti-drugs, but there's actually comparatively not a lot for catching child predators. So we were, we've good. always argued yeah. that how about you actually give the money to go after it rather than chasing Facebook around, chasing Google around, chasing Apple around, trying to turn them into the police for you. Right. That sounds so, like a more straightforward approach. Is the dark web addressed at all in the Earned Acts? Because I feel like a lot of this goes down on the dark web, right? Like, right. Also, so I, my my uh. My thinking about the way the dark web plays into this is we always like to make the point, look, if you if, if police can go on Facebook or if police are working with these services to catch predators that use Facebook, use Google, then that's going to be a pretty good way to ensure that, you know, there's a quick pipeline from if you post this sort of stuff on Facebook that you're going to get caught. Can't um, you already you backdoor with- that, though? Can't you? Because, like, there's the Patriot Act. There's the fact that these companies do report things, uh, you know, so like. Isn't there already a way to like the NSA could just backdoor to get to the the, the information they want off your cell phone anyway? Why do they need another act to get not access if you're to not your a phone? suspected terrorist? Will uh, they, they just need another terrorism. list? They need more lists to to put people on to spy directly on their phone. Do we even have a Fourth Amendment anymore, or is it these guys are sexual sure terrorists? Well, so guy. actually, that's the Fourth Amendment comes in really really funny is a mistake we think that they've made in writing this bill. So obviously the hmm. Fourth Amendment means that if the government compels a search, they have to have a warrant if that's going to be you know usable right. in court. What's funny is that the way that they the reporting currently happens is it's largely seen as voluntary. Facebook and Google do this because it's the right thing. They report it to this organization um, called the National Center for Missing and Exploited Kids. Um, but the issue with the Internet Act is it could it likely turns this into a government compelled search. Meaning that if Facebook then provides that information to the government to, you know, go get this pedophile, here's his information, because it's deemed as a government search, that now needs to be have a warrant to make it admissible in court. 
meaning that in a lot of future cases, there might be information supplied by Google and Facebook oh, wow. that wouldn't okay, be able to yeah. be used. Well, and let me just get this straight here, Robert. It's the deregulation party that's putting this bill forward, these regulatory. Okay. Right. Although it is backed by uh, Senator Blumenthal, too. I think a lot of the uh, progressives. So, so it's the old white guys. Head. Why are they doing this? Because they're just going to fuck shit up, right? Um, it's like if they you get the government involved in all this shit, it's going to be bullshit. Right. So I think you can certainly make the argument that, you know, any time is a good time to deal with things like child exploitation. But, you know, why is this being rushed through? This bill is this bill has had stuff chopped off of it, added onto it because it's been so controversial. They're trying to find a way to still get it through. And we think it's just looking, frankly, kind of messy at the moment. It was rushed through. You know, you say it was unanimously approved by Senate Judiciary. It was, but it took less than an hour to have that discussion. There was at least three senators that said, I don't love this bill, but I'm going to vote for it. The reason for that is because you never want your opponent in an election saying, well, you voted against bills on child exploitation. If, if encryption takes a hit because the Earned Act passes, what's really going to happen that's different than, than already what's happening with our data? So they actually kind of messed it all up. And I say messed it up. We already thought it was messed up, obviously. But they, we think they messed it up further last week because they basically – it's been so controversial – there was this huge, it was called an amendment. Basically, Senator Graham rewrote the entire bill and was like, hey, guys, <laughs> let's try again. Um, and then Senator Lee uh, actually introduced an amendment to try and make sure that this thing wouldn't undermine encryption. So it's now created this really weird bill that basically says, if you have child exploitative material on your website, you either can encrypt your every, all the communications on your website and then you won't be held liable. Because that's what the Leahy Amendment did, is it carved it out and said, if you encrypt it, we don't want to undermine encryption. So now if you encrypt it, it's not liable. We don't think that that's perfect. We think his language could, there are some holes in his language that mean that. What? No, yeah, uh, that's did, a did, weird... I, did I just hear, did I just hear kid diddling or sites that uh, like have groups like Facebook that potentially could have kid diddling the groups, group. the Bobo group, which were dog fuckers that were on Facebook for 10 years. You, all you have to do is encrypt and you're, and you're not liable. So that's what we're wondering, right? After this amendment, there might be some holes in that, but they're unintentional. So like, that's already one messy side. The other side is that, that if you don't encrypt, you're forced to re basically read through everything on your website. Otherwise, if you miss it, you're held liable. So that means that like mm. you know, you're doing a Zoom call, right? Zoom it has said publicly that they're not going to do encryption anymore. So that means that let's say there's some sort of child predator using Zoom. Zoom has to go through all of our videos, all of our conference calls, everything that goes through their servers, find those videos and send them to law enforcement. Otherwise, they're culpable for child exploitation. Well, let me just tell then, you, yeah, yeah let, let me just tell you, they're in trouble because one of the big themes of Zoom was Zoom bombing people putting their dicks on like high school yeah. Zoom calls. So that technically, really anyone that was under 18, let, you know? anyone yeah. under 18 that saw those wieners, that's that's not right. encrypted. That's bad. Well, that's thinking bad. about how messy this gets too. So, you know, they may, this may change, but currently Google Photos is not an encrypted service. So right. that means oh, that Google so many is to look at every single one of your photos in case, you know, and let's say they come across, right, a cute family pic where they have like, you know, your two toddlers in the bathtub sort of situation. Some content moderator at Google has to sit there and go, do I potentially make Google liable for child exploitation or do I just hand this photo to law enforcement? Yeah. That's a pretty Robert, easy we're, choice we're for big, a content moderator, right? We're, yeah. we're big proponents of the di of the, your dick is in the cloud movement. Oh, yeah. Uh, just people need to cloud. accept it. You know, yeah. we have if you've a firm belief that picture, everyone's dick in there. Yeah. is in the cloud. Unless you're a total loser, your dick's in the cloud. So Absolutely. you just let 
you just accept that, and that that way your your dick, your cloud dick, can't be weaponized against you. You know, right? What I mean? it's, it, but normalized under, under dick eighteen, clouds. under cloud eighteen, dick, dick yeah. is still a different regula- regulation path. And we're not talking state. about that. Yeah. We're not talking. We're talking about, about, about we're talking about legal dick. Yeah, legal cloud. adults. Yeah. Consenting. Well, and, the, so. and the service is right when it is illegal. It's their job to you know they're doing their best to ensure that anything that needs to be sent to the law enforcement is sent to law enforcement. The issue with this bill is that you know. Frankly, you're going through a bunch of photos. Yeah. How do a lot you of know dicks how to look old at. that dick is? Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, the you volume should leave an good. ID next that's to that a, dick or a birth awful, certificate. That's an awful job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like a bartender like IDing the age of the. It, it, no, it becomes, you know, it's, like, it's it becomes the uh, the person taking the the tips the tip hotline in New York City for protesters. Mm-hmm. That that's just now their job. They have yeah. they've created a new guy that only looks at dicks. Basically, let me throw this out here. Let me know what you think about this. What if we passed a law that put a mandatory qr code on all dicks that could identify the age of that dick tattooed so you could easily just have a computer scan through the qr codes and pull all the dicks that are underage and leave all the dicks that are of age so so would that be a dick tattoo mandate is what you're saying we'd all have to go yeah so like you're born and you get a qr code like like but it would kind of be like you know like some of the um like the hawaiian and samoan uh, cultures they, so it they cool? like tattoos it would kind of look like that it would well, be like, like with we, the circumcision you could do it yeah, to circumcision you get a qr right there on your on your junk and then google don't need to worry about this anymore you europe, know what I'm europe, europe would have to change their policy on circumcisions sure so <laughs> what, what do you think I, about that you, I, uh, is that likely i mean my, my concern might be that people could use permanent marker um, oh, you can easily get away with things system. that way. There's, there's, you wow. know, making laws is hard. You can't just tattoo dicks and expect everything to be okay. I'm not the tech guy here. I'm the big now, ideas guy. Okay. What if we, what if we did something like crazy and just allow people to post dicks if they wanted to, and then you didn't, you know, necessarily too much. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which, by the way, has a million petitions now because there's child porn on it. Literally. Yeah, they're, tra- so they're trying they're, to cancel they're getting, that. They're going mean, every- to get canceled. Yes. Everything. They earn it. Everybody's going to have to earn it. Where Where are we headed here? Are we Are we Are we going to a place where the internet's going to be like like a world of where China or India is canceling China's TikTok, and then they'll build their own, and then everybody's going to have like walled gardens? Is that where we're headed, or is it like going to still? Be There's open? certainly a, a possibility. So, like you know, I, I said to you guys uh, before we got on the call that uh, I'm moving house at the end of the month, and mm-hmm. I wanted to send uh, the link to the house that we're moving in to my parents, and they couldn't access it because of GDPR and the European privacy regime. So, because wow. my, okay. my parents They're... are in Europe, so yes, uh, and, and 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 the thing with that is is you're totally right. The issue is when we're all deciding, well, what specific regulations. Um, do we want here is, is it is going to lead to a scenario where not every jurisdiction, not every American can access every website in the world. Not every European can access every website. You're headed in the towards world. 1984, basically. It's like, well, and on top of that, you've got the big issue of that, you know, regardless of whether I can access a European website, I do think we've started entering an era where, you know, what is the internet fundamentally? It is fundamentally like the way that we access information, the way that we communicate information. And what's going on right now is you have politicians in both the United States, but in many places all over the world, basically threatening these online companies with regulation unless they use information in the right way. And for example, Trump's executive order is a perfect example of this. Twitter decided to slap on something onto a tweet of his. And we can, you know, discuss whether that specific decision was right or wrong. 
But Trump's oh, I got I got fact checked. I thought it was cool. By Will the way. did get fact checked, and we I celebrated it. It was awesome. It was, awesome. Yeah. It was like, woo! One of us. Yeah. Well, then I tried to replicate it, and I couldn't. Uh, like I, I did the same type of tweets with the same verbiage, and, and the Twitter didn't fact check me. So it's I a felt, badge of honor. I felt left out. Yeah. yeah felt, um, felt but good. yeah, basically, obviously, Trump didn't like it, did he? And and went on a whole <laughs> thing about it and passed his executive order. But really, what's going on there? Twitter has opinions, and Trump doesn't like that. So Trump has decided right. that unless Twitter is going to treat his views online, so treat the information about him in the way that he wants, he's going to attack them using government. That The yeah. entire point of the First Amendment, the entire point of our Bill of Rights is to kind of stop stuff like that happening. So it is really bad that in this country we're allowing, you know, and even, and it's not just the Republicans. On the Democratic side, you know, talk about deep fakes and misinformation, you're still saying unless you, you know, use information correctly we're going to find a way to hurt you. And that's not a good place for us to be in. Now, punitive uh, yeah. use of the internet is not going to be good for anybody. Uh, is there any verbiage about VPNs or anything in these, in these bills? Like the earn it act, like uh, virtual VPNs? private networks. Yeah. Virtual private yeah. networks. Can't you, can't you, it's not like a workaround to be able to get around all this regulation. So VPNs are not in the earn it act specifically. And I'll say that actually VPNs have not been a huge topic of discussion in DC when it comes to a lot of these issues. The reason we got the olds don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, they will the, be at some point. Yeah, so maybe we should just cut the conversation right yeah. here. Let's just, <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, but, Never but heard so of Also, it. I think a big part of it's political. VPNs aren't from big companies, and most people don't know about them. Everyone knows yeah. what Facebook is, and every lawmaker wants to go back to their constituency this November, go back to the, you know, the people they represent, and said, look, I roughed up Facebook for you. I went after Facebook for you. And people, mm. you know, obviously not everyone loves that. But I think that that's a good, you know, a lot of politicians are seeing this as an opportunity. Go after these big companies that it's kind of in fashion to attack right now. So you can try and sell it on the doorstep back home. But yeah, they're really me, attacking me, free speech, though. To me, it sounds like when um, like police officers would pose with like a drug bust of marijuana and they all took pictures of like pounds of marijuana. But that doesn't really solve anything. It's like Facebook with like a hundred pictures of naked kids. They're like, look, we got we got this group like. No, I think that's the perfect analogy. I mean, we had this fight on a different issue in uh, 2018 um, called SESTA-FOSTA. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It was basically, it's not, it's, there's a lot of differences with it, but the fundamental issue was the, was the same. Politicians were telling Google, Facebook, these platforms, you don't do enough to deal with sex trafficking. Now, no one really wanted to talk about in DC how a lot of numbers for sex trafficking are actual sex workers who are in this industry. That's not to say they all are by any means. Um, yeah, that, have slept with the, that have slept with the congressman. Right. <laughs> How do you think? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. Of, yeah. And, probably... and basically, you know, you're dealing with, you know, people who are, you know, they want to go home and say, look, I passed or I introduced this anti-sex trafficking bill. They don't care that there are numbers coming out of San Francisco, that because they've tried to get rid of all sex work online, that now it's having to move back onto the streets which means a resurgence of, you know, pimps who are really abusive towards their workers, uh, toward, you know, that that also increases violence on the streets as well. They don't really, that's not what they want to talk about. Yeah, it, it's, about a shiny, it's a shiny metal. It's a shiny metal to, to knock Facebook, which everyone knows, as opposed to dealing with the dark web and VPN, which is where it's all really going down. Um, well, Robert, thank you so much for joining us, man. I, I love the R2-D2 on the set behind you, by the way. Thanks, it looks thanks. Nice. It looks very, very professional. Uh, and appreciate you coming on, uh, educating us a little bit about, uh, the internet and, uh, we're all, I think we're all, we've all learned a little bit today. See you later. Bye. Oh yeah. All right. Huge thanks to Robert for coming on again. I'm going to start keeping a track of our official hard factor platform. 
And I think so far, legal weed and uh, dick in the cloud education are the only two things that are like on there for sure. Uh, yeah, those are those are the tenets of what the show is. Uh, yeah. We're going to important we, issues gonna, to us. We're going to legalize weed, and we're going to teach that anyone over the eighteen shouldn't freak out about having their dick in the cloud. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's de-weaponizing, yeah. Yeah. Dis- disarming the haters who coming at you with an old dick pic that's in the cloud because dicks are in the cloud, uh, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor today. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Tune into Hard Factor Radio uh, today on Sirius XM Power 85, Barstool Radio at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can double up on Hard Factor. It's a free trial at SiriusXM.com. Make sure to follow Barstool News Network and Hard Factor News on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, even after that convo with Robert, follow Pat Cassidy at Hard Factor Pat. Mark Borgie at Hard Factor. Mark Will Smith at Hard Factor. Will on Twitter and Instagram. And most importantly, have a great fucking Tuesday. See you later. Yeah. You blocked me on Facebook. And now you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs>